What's up, guys? This is Rich Tabishan, host of The Rich Life, the key to living your best life. What is up, guys? This is Rich Tabishan here, host of The Rich Life. I want to thank you for joining me today on the next episode of The Rich Life. We're going to be continuing the uh, sessions around or the segment around um, learning from billionaires and getting advice from billionaires. So this one, we're going to continue. We're probably on about the, let's see, one, two, three, four. This is the fifth part of um, the billionaire that I was going to, um, you know, kind of explain about her. And then towards the end of each of these part, or at the at the final end of this uh, these episodes, what I'm going to be doing is um, telling you who she is and why I chose her. But in the meantime, let's learn a little bit from her uh, in a speech that she did. Um, I believe it was for students and uh, across many different interviews that she that she had. So just to continue here, she says this, avoid the naysayers and be around happy, positive people. So the, the thing about this, I completely I completely agree with this because um, what you find is as you become more successful, uh, people become resentful, people become jealous, right? People become um, you know, upset because the way that this, the way that the world works and the way that people perceive you is how they want to perceive you, right? So if you have family members or friends or, you know, people that, um, start to see you succeed and improve your life, a couple of things happen. First of all, they may become a little bit envious and jealous, right? And that's perfectly normal as a human. This is what we do, right? As human beings, we start to see, uh, most people will look at other people's accomplishments as a threat to them. But the people that are successful realize that they embrace other people's successes and they help bring them up, right? So they help improve them. They improve their, their skill sets. They improve their personality. They pull them up, you know, from, from where they are to try to improve themselves. So there are always going to be haters. There are always going to be naysayers. When, when you listen to... Um, you know, when you listen to discussions and interviews with the top successful people, whether they're an actor, an athlete, um, a successful business person, an executive, whoever it is, what we what I see most commonly is they always have some form of haters, some form of naysayers in, in their lives. And the reason is the people that are around, you know, the, the people that are quote unquote below them, they they actually look down at the people that are successful because they think that you know, they won't, they think that they're better than them, right? And that's not what it's about. So what the way that it works is, if you want to be successful, you need to embrace and not compare yourself to other people, right? You have to embrace the improvement of your self image, the improvement of your self confidence, the improvement of your skills, and increase your skills and improve your on yourself, health, finance, relationships, and fulfillment 1% every single day, like I always say in every podcast, right? So um, let's say, for example, um, you are a famous athlete, right? Well, there, or maybe a famous social media, Instagram influencer or TikTok influencer, right? If you look at TikTok and you look at some of the uh, famous people, there are always haters in the comments. If you look at YouTube videos, there are always haters in the comments. The people that are successful know that there are going to be haters, there are going to be naysayers, and what they have to do is realize the realize that the path that they're on is more important than what the naysayers have to say and what the haters have to say because there are always going to be people who are 
envious and jealous of what what you have okay so the point is this guys i think what she's trying to say here is to ignore those people right um, she actually says avoid them, but really they're going to happen, right? You can't you can't completely avoid the haters because they're going to be there. So you have to ignore them. You have to um, have them less in your life. It's okay to have them a little bit in your life, but don't let them, you know, put their value. Don't let them put their opinion on you, and don't let them affect you, because you are on your path. You are on your purpose, right? You are on the um, the you are accomplishing the goals or working towards the goals that you want. And that's what it's all about. Okay. I was just listening to think and grow rich by Napoleon Hill. And that's what he says. He says, you need to visualize and you need to um, know what your path and your, your definite chief aim is. And so if you Google that, what I found really cool is I'm going on a tangent here for a second, but when you Google definite chief aim, the first thing that comes up is Bruce Lee's definite chief aim and what he wrote for his. And he talks about becoming famous, becoming a multimillionaire. He said, I think he said like $10 million at the time. That was a lot, right, in the 80s, 70s, 80s. Um, and he, uh, so once you, once you define that and you write it down you, and you memorize it every single day and you, ta- and you say it out loud every single day to yourself, it reinforces your path and your purpose in life. Because everybody, I think, I think every single person has a path and purpose that they need to figure out what they want and what they enjoy and what they're passionate about and pursue that. And, and as you increase your level of income, as you increase your, your relationships, as you increase, improve your health, you need to push at your boundaries and you need to ignore, completely ignore the naysayers and the haters because they're going to try to pull you down, but you need to push them out. You need to get them out of your life and ignore them, right? Okay, so I think this is a really powerful... Oh, and also she says, be around happy people. There's an episode where I talk about um, optimism and happiness. It's so important, guys, to know how to make yourself happy and fulfilled. Okay, whether that's material things, which I hope it's not, okay? Whether that's doing something you love and enjoy, getting into the flow state, right? Figure out what you what makes you happy and aligns with your core values, Okay, and do them and do them as much as you can. And obviously, in in some cases, in moderation. So, for example, for me, I love to eat delicious food. Right. But I know that if I do that too much, I'm going to be unhealthy. Right. Eating fried foods and pizzas and steaks and things like that. I know if I do that too much, then it's going to hurt me. Right. So you need to find a balance in terms of, you know, your um, what makes you happy and what what makes you happy and what you want to pursue in life. And make sure that it aligns with your goals and your purpose, right? Okay. Not only that, try to try to be around people who are optimistic. Try to be around people who are achieving goals. Try to be around people who are going to push you and call you out on your bull, on your bullshit, so that you can get past and become tougher and improve your life. Because if you if you're around, here's the thing, guys. If you're around people that are just yesing you to death, right? That's, a, that's actually a saying that my dad says, yesing you to death. So people are like, yes, yes, you know, or, or people um, just agree with everything you're saying, then you might want to consider changing your life because um, something's, something's wrong there. You need to be around people who are going to challenge you, but still, you know, be optimistic and help you, right? Um, and vice versa, the, you want to be around people that you can also challenge and help and improve, right? And that to me is a, is a fulfilling life. When I, when I realized financial independence for myself, right, and I hit that, what I found was 
I wanted to help other people, right? When you get the money, it's you just have the money, right? When you get the money, you're good financially, right? But now it's like, well, how do I bring other people to that level or help them surpass me? Or how do I help how do I help other people is really what it's all about, right? Um, so when you get to that level, when you get to that point, you realize, okay, I've, I've achieved, you know, monetary goals. And obviously I'm still continuing and pushing every day to, to achieve higher goals financially, because that's what it's all about, right? Improve your, improve your finances. But then once you, once you hit a certain point, you're like, okay, I'm good, you know, and I'm going to continue to do what I'm doing to, to increase the, the level of income. But now I'm like, okay, how do I be, how do I, um, become more fulfilled and to me fulfillment is about giving back and helping other people the more people that I can give back to and the more people that I can help which is part of the reason why I did this started this podcast so I can improve your lives and improve the lives of others to um, achieve the goals that they want to achieve so that's what it is guys and and this one little line that she gave is so powerful because if you're around those people that that can improve your life then it'll cut the the learning curve by years in some cases. So, you know, finding a mentor that is accomplishing what you want to accomplish. Not only that, she says, you need to learn to love the journey. Okay. If you're 15, 18, 25 years old, there's a level of impatience that's there. And I remember that when I was that age, right? We're, we live in a on-demand society nowadays with all this technology and everything is on demand I want to watch this I want to watch that right right now I want this right now you need to get that out of your head because I mean actually to be honest no matter what age you are in some cases you may still have you know if you're maybe if you're in your 30s 40s 50s 60s or higher you might still have that instant on you might still have an an on-demand instant magic pill mindset and you need to get out of that magic pill mindset and enjoy the journey as you're experiencing it, right? So learn to love the journey, she says. And again, that's also a very powerful statement. Because what I found was as soon as I embraced the present moment for what I'm doing right now, knowing that what I'm doing right now will, will positively affect me in the future, that's the journey and that's the path that I'm living right now. And I'm absolutely loving it, guys. So embrace the journey Meaning, be present in the moment for what you're doing, knowing that what you're doing now will improve your life in the future. Depending on what it is, obviously. If it's something that's counterproductive, then obviously it's not going to help you. But if you know that you know, your, your goal is X, Y, Z, and you're doing the objectives to move towards that goal, then you need to enjoy doing those steps to, in, to get to that level, to achieve those goals and that purpose. So learn to love the journey. She also says, never stop learning. Okay. Challenge yourself and take a risk and make sure you decide with conviction. Okay. So those are, that was a lot of them, right? Never stop learning, challenge yourself and take a risk and decide with conviction. So whatever it is you want to accomplish, you need to decide with conviction. You need to write it down every single day. I write my, I write my goals every single day down on a piece of paper, on a notebook. Um, if I don't have a notebook, I go buy a notebook, right? 
if I don't have a notebook with me right that moment, I will literally go to, I will go out of my way to a store to find a notebook, a pen and paper, and I will buy that so that I can write it down. Because sometimes new goals pop into my head or new, you know, or revised goals pop into my head and I have to write it down so that I can make it materialize in my life. That's my conviction. The conviction happens when you write it down. When you write it down, it will materialize because it starts to go into your brain and it start, you start to think about little ways that you can, st- you can accomplish that. And it goes into your reticular activation system, your RAS. And then it's so weird, guy. I don't understand how this works in our lives, but when I write things down, it, it literally, it doesn't come to life right away, right? But it starts to get me thinking about how I can make that happen, right? So write, write down and have conviction in what you want to accomplish, challenge yourself and take a risk no one has ever accomplished anything great without taking a risk right if you like if you come to me and say hey rich i want to invest in this you know apartment complex or hey rich i want to invest in this you know big deal or hey rich i want to invest in you know this course whatever it is and if you tell usually what will happen is if you tell some of your peers some of your friends and maybe some family members most of them and i'm being generic here but most of them would say Oh, why are you spending all that money on that? You know, why are you, that's a risky, you know, risky uh, asset to buy or, and the reason why they're saying that is because they, they haven't experienced it themselves, right? People think that, um, you know, when, and, and here's the unfortunate reality. Most people will, will listen to those, those people, right? And they say, Oh, it's too risky. I don't want to do it. And then they stop. And it's like, well, the reason why it's risky is because you don't know enough about it. Okay. So whatever it is you're going to invest in or whatever it is you're going to buy or whatever it is you're going to to do, the more you learn about it, the less risky it becomes, guys. It's really that simple. So you need to never stop learning and to figure out what it is that you want to put risk into and then know that you'll, you can mitigate that risk the more you learn about that subject, whatever it is. Honestly, whatever it is. Do you think that you know, when somebody decides to become a doctor, that that's not risky, <laughs> right? Of course it's risky, but guess what? They go to school for, you know, whatever, 10 years, then they, then they have to become, you know, go to residency, whatever, and do all that. They're learning over that time frame, and it's risky in the beginning. But then over time, they mitigate that risk by learning about that subject, and they become more knowledgeable. They become more educated. And it's a, and it's a, take any subject and I guarantee you it's going to be risky to you if you don't know anything about it at first. Right. So that's, that's how I felt about real estate investing in the beginning stages. And, you know, people say, oh, real estate's risky. Oh, stocks are risky. Oh, this is risky. It's not risky when you start to learn about it and you educate yourself on it. Oh, you know, financing, you know, finance is risky and you know, this and that is risky. No, it's not. (laughs) It's not guys. Because now I know more about it. Now I've picked up books about it. I've listened to pod, numerous podcasts about these subjects, right? There's no risk in something that you can learn, of, that you that you can learn over time about, right? So anyway, so take risks. You need to take a risk. And really, what that means is, if there's something that you know will accomplish, will help you accomplish a goal, or if there's something you know that will help you. Um, achieve a goal. So for example, we'll go, we'll go into an example. Let's say you want to start a business, right? Everybody wants to be their own boss. Everybody wants to start their own business, have a successful business. But the reason why people don't um, do it, first of all, is they think it's risky. 
but if but that's because you don't know you don't know anything about it yet <laughs> so right so learn about it learn take some courses right watch some free youtube videos listen to some podcasts on business learn about business what does it take to 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 start a business try to start one figure out a market that has you know or figure out try to solve a problem with business right that's what business is you, you know peter peter drucker says um, a business is, you know, basically a business is a way to create a customer. You're creating customers, um, essentially with business and you're also solving problems. So when you solve a problem that could be a potential business. Okay. If you're solving a problem that's already trying to be solved, that's okay too. That's called healthy competition. You're entering a space where there are other competitors. And that to me is a healthy economy when you have competitors. Some people think of competitors as a bad thing. Like, oh, they already came came up with uh you know a facebook app or they already came up with a social media network well here's the thing about facebook guys when they started um when they started they weren't the first in the space right so facebook came after some of you might not remember this but there was friendster there was twitter um yeah i think twitter was uh before them there was myspace who remembers myspace there were several different uh, uh social media platforms that came way before facebook facebook entered after the fact they didn't do anything different, right? Like they didn't do anything functionally different when you look at Facebook. But what they did was they were smart about monetizing the site so that they can hire more people and become a, a massive conglomerate, right? Um, also, for example, Google. Google wasn't the first search engine, guys. Who remembers AltaVista and Albino Black Sheep? And right, there were so many other, <laughs> uh, what was another one? AltaVista. Ask Jeeves. Who remembers Ask Jeeves, right? That was a good one. Um, but guess what? They all they all completely failed because they were first to market, right? So um, history tells us, gives us uh, clues, guys. Like, So again, going back to risk. If you're not going to take a risk to start a business, then... Um, you need, uh, you, you ha- I mean, you need to learn, you need to learn in order to learn about business in order to reduce the risk in any, in anything. The more you learn about that particular subject, the lower the risk becomes. So, so go ahead and take that risk and then decide with conviction and never stop learning. Those are the lessons I wanted to share with you today from the, the billionaire advice that, that she shared on the next part. We're going to actually, um, I think we should be able to wrap up with maybe two more parts, but I'll reveal at the end so make sure to stay tuned guys make sure to subscribe um to stay tuned because the uh i'm going to reveal who this billionaire was and and who i studied and why i studied her okay so stay tuned for the next episode of the billionaire advice and i will talk to you next time Thank you for joining me on this episode of The Rich Life, the key to living your best life. Remember to subscribe, leave a review, and I answer all my direct messages on Instagram at Rich and at Beach Property Guy. Take care.